And welcome to Wild Bill's Media and the Arts Podcast. And today, this is a very special episode. We're going to, I have a good friend with me. Her name is Patricia Compton, a.k.a. Ice Pets Queen. And we're going to be doing a review of the Jacob's Well album, The Climb. How you doing, Trish? I am awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. It's been a been a long I think this has been kind of long overdue. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yep. I love this album the minute I got to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh I've actually been listening to this album a lot this week actually. Yeah. I have for the oh last couple God. of days. Yeah. Just well I've had it on- I put it on my MP3 player and put it through my headphones and have just listened to it over and over. Awesome. Yeah, I've been listening to it on my um drive to and from work. So uh, yeah. it's really uplifting for me. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, it's the same thing for me. Um so yeah, I guess we'll just uh I guess we'll go ahead and start. Um so this is Jacob's Well, the climb. Um I kind of give you a little bit of a um a of a um a background of Jacob's Well a little bit as much as I know anyway. Um Jacob's Well is from Florida. They're an independent band and they're two piece and this is their second full-length album that had an ep out before this called southbound train and uh, their first album their debut was more of an acoustic album or whatever and this actually is a more electric album um just it's so groovy and it's just so it's kind of hard to explain but um if you listen to it you don't understand what i'm i'm talking about um so I guess we'll kick off. I'll let you kick off with the first track if you want. Oh, okay. Um, well, the first song on the album is called The Climb. Now, this was a perfect way to start the album, or at least I think it was. Um, <clears throat> and for me, I get the impression that the way I understand it is, it is about never giving up and just keep trying. And you can always lean on God. He is always there for you. Uh, And you can lean on him and he will help you. And that to me is something you don't hear in music anymore. And it's such an uplifting thing for me personally. I just, there's something about it. It just touches you in a way you wouldn't expect. And it's so true. And truth in music is something that that I really, really love. And to hear somebody this day and time actually put God in their music, it really touches my heart. And it just, it touches me on a personal level because I am a believer. And I think it's true. You lean on God all the time whether you realize it or not, you do. And when you're going through something, that's generally the moment you lean on him the most. 
And it's hard sometimes not to give up on whatever you're doing, be it your dreams or, or whatever. And sometimes if God is not with you, it is more than you can handle. So it, to me, it just touches me on a personal level. And I love this song. Absolutely. I, I agree with everything you said. And I love the one part too, when it's talking about not only once you achieve the climb, but when you come down from the climb and it's like you come down again or whatever, you stop and you give praise for the climb, you know, cause you made it and, and, and you made it over to the other side. And I just think it's just such a great, just a say great song with a great message. And I love how at the very beginning of it, um, you have both guys doing, saying the same thing, and it just it, and they and it plays off of each other so well, and it's I don't you know it's it's kind of you know it's I don't really know what to say other than it. it's just so great and it's one of those upbeat songs that just you catch yourself like listening to over and over again because it's just so great and the message is like I said just so powerful and it's you know I like I said um when you get down sometimes that's when you you need God the most and you find yourself sometimes like you said leaning and you have to clean when you have to climb out of a bad situation you know and you do get it out that other side you appreciate it a whole lot more so that's what I get out of the song, and I just I think it's so great. Oh yeah. And uh, so we'll head on to our uh, track number two, which is "Finding My Way Home." Um, I'll I'll start off with this one. Um, I think this is a great song too, and it's pretty much kind of. It's another song talking about God and it's talking about, you know, when you're lost, you find your way home and finding your way through things that you probably normally wouldn't and, and, and finding your way home unexpectedly, really, I think it w is basically the message. And it's uh, it's like when you don't really uh, expect it is when you know, you find yourself, you know, needing, needing the Lord. And like I said, and then, you know, you know, the saying is you get saved and you spend the eternity with, with God or whatever. And I think that's kind of what it means too, is finding your way home. Once you, you were lost and now you're found, you know, you're, you're finding your way home, which I think is a really great song an uplifting song. And, it's it's another one of those kind of I want to say it's more of a kind of a mid tempo song, kind of. Mm -hmm. It's uh, kind of fast but kind of slow at the same time, and and it's just an awesome song. And I, the whole album's great, you know. <laughs> oh, I agree. The whole album is great, and honestly, I rarely am ever able to say this, but this for me was a no skips album. There were no songs on this album. Uh, that I skipped. Every time I listen to it, I listen to the full album. 
now this song, I agree with everything you said. And the way I took it, uh, the way it hit me was sometimes we all stray away from God. And then we're desperately trying to find our way back to him. The very second we realize we've made a mistake. And sometimes we stray away from him and don't realize we have. But then when it hits us, yeah, we're trying our level best to get back to him because uh, finding your way home to me is finding your way back to God because God Mm -hmm. is home. Yeah. So for me, it was because I can say I have strayed and I've had to find my way back. And it made complete sense to me on a personal level. So for me, it was fantastic. Awesome. So you want to introduce track three? (laughs) Track three is called Wasting Time. Honest to God, I think this was the first song I ever heard by Jacob's Will. And the minute I heard it, oh my God, I was hooked. I, this is the song that I actually did a live review of on my YouTube channel. And holy freaking crap, I could not get enough of this song. It, it's just, um, it's the, the lyrics and, and the rhythm and the beat. Oh my God, it's like the perfect song. By the time you're midway through, you're already repeating the chorus with them even though it's the first time you've ever heard the song. So this was kind of the song that introduced me to Jacob Wells music. And the minute I was introduced, I was hooked. And uh, wasting time uh, for me is um, basically just everything I do, no matter what it is, no matter how important it is, I'm just wasting my time until I get back to you. That somebody in your life that you want to spend every moment with. And when you're away from them, no matter how important it is what you're doing to you, it's just wasting time. Because it's nothing if you're not with that person. That's just the way I take it personally. It's just, it's amazing. I love this song and, uh, I don't think they could have written it or sung it any better than what it is right now. It is for me, one of the top songs on this album. Nice. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, I think this was a great uh, single to start um, to release from the album or whatever as their first single. And like I said, it's one of those songs that just, when you hear it, you're just like, man, I can't get enough of that. And it's just, you know, and like you said, I agree with everything you said about wasting time because, I mean, and not only that, I just think sometimes in life we do things because we don't have nothing else to do. But in a way, we're just wasting time because those things aren't important, you know, and I, you know, I believe sometimes that the important things in life is what you should be spending your time doing, but 
you find yourself, like I said, doing things that, that don't matter. And while you're doing those things, you're wasting time. You could be doing other things, more important things with. But, you know, I guess in a way, you know, that's the way I guess life is structured sometimes, I guess. You know, your time is your time and how you spend it, it's, I guess it's up to you or whatever. Some people wouldn't consider it wasting time. So, you know. You could take it either either way you really want to, and like I said, whether it's a uh, a person, a loved one you want to get back to, or or maybe even God or whatever it is, it's you know it's you know until we with that person again, like you said, whatever we're doing is wasting time, and so I honestly just I love this song because it's just so great and it um, had um all the things that uh that makes a great song and you're right it's almost a perfect song so yeah i enjoyed it a whole lot so now we're gonna um talk about track number four and i'll introduce it it's called chasing down trains and i got to say I have to admit, and I don't know why, but the last few days I've had this song stuck in my head. <laughs> and um, it's, you know, and I would find myself home at work going chasing down trains or whatever it is. And it's just so great. But I kind of take it as um, we let or we've let something get away or something in life pass us by and we realize it. So we're trying to chase it down to get, you know, to get it back or whatever, or get that time back. And I kind of feel like the train in this song is more of a metaphor of something that we've let go, like time or or or, or a person or something like that. And you're trying and you're chasing whatever it is down to get back to to get to it or whatever and the train is just a symbol i think it's just a symbolization of something you know we've let life pass us by or we've let time pass us by or maybe even we let someone special in our life pass us by and you know you spend your time trying to get back to it and i think that's really what chasing down trains mean but like i said it's just one of those songs and it just has a hook and it has a groove and like I said, I've had this song just stuck in my head. And I'm like, I wonder when, you know, after we do the review, if it'll still be there or if it's, you know, one of them things, once we finally talked about it, now it's kind of gone thing. But if, if I guess if I had to have a song stuck in my head, this is a good song to have stuck in your head. At least it's not something terrible, you know? <laughs> <coughs> yes, the whole time that we've been sitting here doing this, this is the song that's been running through my head. It has been stuck in my head uh, pretty much since the first time I heard it. Uh, and I don't know if it's the lyrics or the beat or a combination of both. But when you're walking around, or at least me, when I was walking around with my headphones on listening to this, honest to God, I would uh, have to grab my MP3 player and back it up and listen to it again. I couldn't just listen to it one time. I had to hear it more than once. And no matter what I was doing, 
I caught myself bopping along to the beat of that music, no matter what I was doing, <laughs> okay, which can be a little dangerous when you're cooking. <laughs> but it, it's absolutely, for me, one of the best songs on the album. And I love the whole album, so that says something. Uh, for me, I'm not sure I quite understand exactly what he's saying, but the way I took it was um, you're kind of chasing down your dreams, and sometimes you feel like it's pointless because it's never going to happen, but something inside you won't let you give up, and you keep doing it, no matter how silly other people think it is what you're doing. Uh, you have that dream, and you're going to keep chasing it. And chasing a dream is like chasing a train. They are really hard to catch. So um, I don't know. It's just there is something in you that you're you're going to keep trying no matter what happens. And I think that's a good thing to have. Uh, the will and the want to and the passion to keep trying when you're chasing something, when you're chasing a dream. Uh, especially when it's one that you truly believe in. So I love that. And I'm telling you, the groove of this song got me bopping around my kitchen and I've not bopped in a long time. <laughs> uh, but awesome. once you do catch the dream, you immediately realize it was worth everything that you went through and you're glad that you did. Exactly. I don't think I could have said that any better myself. No, thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, this next song is a personal favorite of mine because I happen to know the songwriter. <laughs> now, uh, they named it Through All the Tears. Oh, dear God, did I just screw that title up? Through all these tears. These tears. Okay, I wrote it down wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <That's okay. clears> through all these tears. Um, I think this is such a great song because it hits on such a personal level, not just for me, but pretty much for anybody that hears it and has ever been through anything like this. Uh it's being completely broken by a relationship that you put your heart and soul into and then it ends. You don't expect it to end and you don't want it to end and it absolutely destroys you when it does. And it's so hard to get past those feelings that you had for that person. It's so hard to deal with those feelings. And you're at some point, you're not even sure you even care if life even goes on because you're not spending it with that person. And that's the person that you thought you would be with forever. And it can absolutely crush you. And it's one of the hardest things in the world to go through and even harder to get past and be able to move on. But hopefully one day you will. <coughs> Excuse me. 
but this this is so personal and so intimate when it comes to people's emotions and it hits right there. I think that's why this song has touched everybody that's heard it so far. And I think it will keep touching people even for generations to come because people go through this every day. And it just, if you've ever felt that way, you immediately understand what it's saying. And in a sense, it actually gives you a little ray of hope knowing that someone else felt the way you feel and that they made it through it. So it gives you a little bit of hope that maybe you can too. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Um, um, I have a personal tie to the song because I am the writer of the song. And um, uh, although um, there is a small like bridge section in the song that uh, Gene wrote, um, he added to the song later on in the uh, during the recording process and everything and before the recording process, but I agree with everything you said, and um, being a song, or actually, it's funny, I guess I'll tell a little story. Um, when I originally wrote this, um, I was just sitting there one day, I was, I, truly, I was kind of at work, I, there wasn't doing much, we were down, and I said, I just need something, I need to write down something. And so I wrote this down, not thinking anything, kind of like all my other poetry, you know, I write it down and sometimes I sit, it sits forever till I publish it. Or sometimes, you know, if I think it's okay, I might put it on my, um, my writer's page on Facebook and that's exactly what I've done in it. And it, the origin of it originally really didn't have, um, a title. Um, it was just kind of untitled and so I posted it to my page and my friend Gene messaged me and he's like hey you know that poem that you put up on your page there I was like yeah he's like well I added music to it and so he sent me the audio version of it and I was just blown away at what he had done to it just sitting there with his acoustic guitar and I never, I mean, I never saw anything more than just words on the page. And don't get me wrong, um, when done right in a powerful way, words on a page can be the most powerful thing there is. And sometimes some things are meant to be just words on the page, and that's okay. You know, it's not, um, that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Then sometimes words on a page become more and you don't realize that it's more until someone else sees the potential in it. And that's what happened. And he recorded a song. He loved it so much that he agreed to put it on the new album. And I was honored and eternally grateful um, that they would see something that I wrote, you know, the potential in something that I'd done that was just something I felt at the time. And 
basically, I always said that I would, if if I had the money and I could finance it for Jacob's Well, I would love to do a music video for this. And I see this as like, and if I had, I pictured it, I picture this song, and I know what it means to me, but I picture this song from a fan aspect of it as like someone sitting like maybe on a bed or on a floor somewhere and they have pictures sprawled out of of the person they love and all the memories that they shared together and um you're telling yourself or you're looking at a picture telling them because one of the lines in the songs it says um i tell you that i'm gonna be all right but if i did we both know i'd be lying tonight or whatever and you're telling that person you're going to be okay but if she was there she would know that you're not you're not going to be okay and it's basically just trying to pick up the broken pieces of your life you know now that you know that that piece of, that that part of your life is broken now and you're trying to move on and one of the titles one of the working titles of the song was actually called I don't know where I'm going from here and which is kind of one of the things in the song because it says I don't know where I'm going from here even even though um, even through all these tears or whatever um and it's just talking about how even if you didn't know where you're going you're crying so much and you can't see where you're going and you're and not only are you crying actual physical tears but you're crying inside so you just you don't and it's almost like you're paralyzed and you can't go somewhere even if you wanted to and that's pretty much what to me i get from my own song that i wrote as from a fan perspective i know what it means to me personally but um so yeah i just um I hate, I, I want to say this. I love the song and I love how it turned out and everything. Um, but, I'm, and I think there's some songs. Actually, this album is so great. And I, and you, you're probably going to, somebody's probably going to knock me for this. But I think there's some songs on here that just might actually top this one for me, even though it's my song and I wrote it. They're just, there's so many, so great songs on this album. And to be honest with you, if my song wouldn't have made the album, I wouldn't have been upset because that's just how good this album is. I mean, every song on it, you know, you, it's hard to find an album nowadays that doesn't have any filler material on it. And this is, and this is one of those albums that don't have any filler songs on it. Every song is great from beginning to end even up to the last track of the album. And like I said, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's in my top five, definitely for sure. But I think there may be some songs that might edge it out as far as a fan perspective of it. Cause I really love the music on this album. And so, and I just want to say thank you to Jacob's wealth. I'm internally grateful for what you've done with the words that I put on the page. And, you know, I just think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's freaking awesome. <laughs> and you're right. There is no filler on this album. It is absolutely fantastic. Yep. So, okay. Yeah, it's my turn, right? Yes. 
Um, so the next song, which is track six on this album, is called Gravel Road to Franklin. Now, this is a really up, upbeat, kind of fast song. And it's basically, from what I get about it, it's um, about a cabin in the mountains of North Carolina. And it's about sitting on a front porch and being in a place that you really want to be. It's almost like a place that's like heaven to you or whatever. And um, I guess it's like maybe the the gravel road maybe is like the, I don't know if it's a gravel road you actually go down or if it's just like a metaphor for something else. But um, from what I got out of the song and what they've said about the song, it's basically um, one of the members in the band, Jamie, He's, uh, he always likes to go to the mountains of North Carolina and to get away. And he said someday, hopefully that's where he'll wind up. So, um, yeah, I just, it's just a great song and I love it. And, and uh, like I said, I don't, I don't really know really what to say other than just, you'll understand it when you listen to it, but it is an awesome song. Agreed. Uh, my first line in my notes actually says about this song, this song freaking rocks. <laughs> um, okay. I had to listen to this a few times because uh, I wasn't sure I was understanding it, but then something hit me and it was kind of a, no matter what happens in life, you're always going to have that one place of true comfort that you're going to go back to. Even if it's only in your mind or your memories, that place will always exist for you and you can always go back there. And my God, the beat that goes along with these lyrics is absolutely freaking awesome. <laughs> I can't help it. This is one of those repeat songs. You have to back it up and listen to it more than once. You can't just listen to it once because it's that good. So uh, for me, it was definitely a repeat uh, multiple times. <laughs> uh, but I love that that thought of having that place that you can go to. Uh, because honestly, I will tell you, I don't think everybody has that place. Uh, but for those people who do, you're totally going to get this. You're totally going to understand it on a level. Some people may not, but I think everybody should hear it uh, at least once because it is that good. And for me, it was really catchy. And it's another one of those that I was bopping around to. I loved it. Awesome. So this one's your turn. All right. Okay. Uh, now track seven is called Preacher Man. And honest to God, I think this is one of the most simple songs on the album. And I mean that in, as a compliment. Uh, to me, it was just a simple song about a man who has doubts, uh, but then becomes a believer and he's saved. And I mean that in the biblical sense 
because he's literally talking to a preacher man. And at some point, he finally understands and he believes and he's even baptized. And I've never heard or rarely ever heard such a simple song that goes so deep. It just kind of blew me away. It's just simple and to the point, And yet it is so deep and meaningful. And yes, my, the end of my notes on that one says it rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. When it hits me, it hits me. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's that's the. That's the um, how, how do I want to say that? That's the proof of great song, I guess. Um, yeah. And I like this song because it is it is a song about like doubt and it is a song about like. It's almost kind of like an ego song to a certain extent, too, because you walk in and, you know, you've lived a certain life and you're like, oh, what do I need God for? You know, it's kind of one of those things. Yeah. Prove to me that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and by the end you're sitting there and you're getting saved in the next step in your life, you're getting baptized. And it's almost like, I love the part when he's talking about tell, he's telling the preacher, I dare you to pray for me or whatever it is. And it's like, it's almost like, I don't think that you will because I am, I am a sinner or whatever it is, and I am the way I am, and and then they pray for you, and you change, and you become a different person through Christ, and I just think it's a great song, and from what I've got out of this song, I've heard Gene talk about how that's pretty much how he came to the Lord, or whatever, so, and um, so it's, um, it's just a great song, and it has a powerful message, and it's a song for, you know, even if you do have a doubt, I, I just want to say try it and see and see if if it doesn't work. Because I mean, you know, a lot of people who were the biggest doubters in life become the, the biggest believers, also. And so it's it's one of those things where, like you said, it's just a simple song, but in the simplicity of the song, the message behind it is just so powerful and so deep and so great. And it's just like, you know, sometimes, you know, all you need is that simplicity to convey a message that, you know, with just a few words and a few things and, and it's the most powerful thing you've ever come across. And I think that's what the song is. And I love it. And Preacher Man is, it's, it's an awesome song and very, very well done. Oh, yeah. All right. The next song is called um, That Day. And basically, from what I get out of this song is you're waiting. Um, you're waiting for that day to when you can, like, meet the Lord. And it's that day when everything that you've ever done in life or believed or thought or whatever it is comes clear to you and 
you'll even see your purpose that you were put on this planet for. And so basically you're kind of waiting around for that day and you can't wait for that day to come to realize, you know, everything, the, all the, the questions you had, all the thoughts that you had, everything will come to be and you'll find all the answers you've ever asked in life about anything. And that's what it's talking about. Just getting to that day, wait for that day. And can't wait for that day to get here pretty much. It's, it's, and, and actually to make another thing. And like you said, and this is kind of a simple song too, in a way, but it has a powerful message to it and very well done. And like you said, no, you know, no disrespect in, in that being a simple song. Like I said, it's just, it's, it's another one of those songs is just well done. It really it is. And, and it, because of the message and how it's done, like I say, the simplicity in it too makes it is what I think stands out in it really. Agreed. Uh, when I listened to this song, uh, my mind went to a similar place. Um, and it was basically there will come a day that everything that's wrong, everything will just fall away and everything will be okay. And that will be the day that I stand before the Lord. Because there's a line in there that says something about seeing him face to face or I can't remember exactly how it's worded, but basically that's how I took it. Um, which to me says you are in heaven and you are standing in the presence of the Lord. And oh my God, just the thought of that is the most amazing feeling in the world. And I'm sure it doesn't touch what the actual feeling will really be. But when you're in the presence of the Lord, Nothing is wrong. Nothing can be wrong. That's just the way that I took the song. And for me, <clears throat> that's one of the most beautiful images that you could ever have in your mind. Just standing in the presence and the power. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> it's overwhelming just to think about it and in a wonderful way. So, yeah, this song is definitely deep and it touches like nothing else can. I love it. Nice. Okay, uh, track number nine is Somebody Please. Huh, yeah. Um, the way I interpret the song is, uh, we, I'm sorry, let me try that again. Um, we are all going through a lot of the same stuff, but we feel like we're going through it alone. 
like we're the only ones that's ever gone through it or is going through it. But it's because we're so closed off to each other and we never talk about the stuff. But if we just opened our hearts and talked to people and listened to each other, we would realize we're all going through it and we could we could go through it together and it would be easier and we could lean on each other but we're so closed off this day and time especially uh to everybody that when we're going through something we tend to go through it alone and that makes it a thousand times harder when if we would just open our hearts even just a little we would find other people that are going through the same things and that would be there for each other and we could go through it together and i love the thought of that and I could totally be misinterpreting this song, but that's how it hit me. And it's so true. Because when we go through, and I'm guilty of doing this too. I'm one of the world's worst for going through something and then just shutting off from everybody and never telling anybody. And it's the most miserable feeling in the world. But the minute I open myself up, I find people around me that's been through it. And it's so much easier when you've got somebody there that knows and understands what you're going through, either because they're going through it or because they've been through it. And it makes it so much easier to deal with on a personal level, on an emotional level. And there's been many times that I wished I had opened up a lot sooner than I did. <clears throat> maybe that hits me that way because of things I've been through recently <laughs> but that's how I take it that's what it means to me personally and I love that so for me this was a fantastic song yeah I totally agree and you know and what a song means to you or how a song um, hits you or how a song comes to you it's never wrong. You know, everybody can and, and interpret a song differently, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong. And, you know, some people, like I hear some people, oh, that's not what that song means. How do you know? Because it could mean something that's totally different to someone else. And I like the song because um, I love, I'm going to read a few of the lyrics off of the song, and it's talking about how. We're all on this long and winding road and no one seems to know which way to go. We're all together, but we feel so alone and no one seems to know the way back home. So basically, I believe that this song hits me for I have been down a lot of roads and a lot of roads I've been down alone. But I also know that there's people who've been down similar roads that I have. And I believe this question, the song is, is asking a question like, would someone please? And what he means by that is tell me that I'm not doing this by myself or tell me, please tell me 
your experience of being down this song road and are we both um we're both lost or we're all lost and would someone please tell me if they know the way back home how do we get from where we are now and i just i've always found it as a difficult i've told people you know um i've always found it a difficult road sometimes when you when you go down that road you get to a certain spot in your life and you don't know which way to go you know do i go forward do i try and go forward or do i take a left and go down this road or do i take a right go down this road is it is it a darker or lighter path or do i try to go back and fix what is broken you know or do i just go forward and i believe the song is almost like a crossroads in a way and he's asking which way do i go which way leads me back home and that's how i take it and whether it's an actual road you know or or it's a metaphor of life of what things you've been in through in life and the roads you've been down in life whether it's you know depression or suicide thoughts and um you know, maybe alcoholism, or drugism, or, you know, whatever, you know, there's roads that people have been down that you can't even fathom going down. And I'm pretty sure there's other people that's been down that road and they're just asking, you know, which way is, which way is up, which way is down, you know, is there a light at the end of the tunnel, kind of basically. And that's what I get out of this song. And he's just asking someone to give him an answer, you know. And I love this song. It's powerful. And it's the message in the song actually makes you want to go search for that answer that you're looking for. And it gives you a purpose almost. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, you know, and that's what makes this song so great. And, you know, it, and like I said, it's just another one of those songs that's just so great with a message that yeah, it, it's hard to really, I wish I had so much more to say, but I really don't because the song is just so great. And it's the message is, oh man, I, I don't know. It's, um, it's just, you got to hear it. It's one of those songs, just like every song on this album, you have to hear it. It's just, and once you do, you'll understand it. It's just a great, great song. It really is. Agreed. And so we move on to track number, uh, what is that? 10. Track number 10 called Back Again. And this is an upbeat song. This song kind of reminds me of like a um, kind of an upbeat kind of bluegrass kind of um, uh, I want to say more of a uh, I want to say more of a kind of like a swing song kind of to a certain extent. It just has this. It, it reminds me of Gravel Road so much, Gravel Road to Franklin, and it's just talking about going back to something again. It could be a good thing or be a bad thing. But it's and it's just talking about um you know because it says in here it says um back on back on the road for seventeen hours 
we all seen all these things that we dreamed standing at the edge of the high mountain cliff why do i have to go back again or whatever it's just like it's just talking about revisiting a, a place and or, or a part of your life and it could be a good or it could be a good thing or a bad thing and i think what he means is it's like um and it could be an actual place you're going to back again because it says 17 hours so maybe it's a long trip that um you're taking somewhere and you drive i think it's you dread the drive or the travel but you enjoy it when you get there that's kind of kind of a thing i think i think you kind of look at it too and you 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 go back you want to go back again you enjoy going back again but you dread the process of getting there and it's like one of those things so i just find it kind of an uplifting kind of just you know really fun upbeat song and just the message is kind of simple again you know it's basically going back to a place or a part of your life or whatever huh i like that way better than what was in my head <laughs> When I heard it, I kept thinking, um, okay, why do I have to keep going back through the same stuff over and over? <laughs> that was how I was taking it, but I like that explanation. See, now I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to the song again for the umpteenth time because I've listened to the whole album mm -hmm. so many times. Um, but look at it with that perspective in mind, and maybe it will hit me in a different way. Uh, because I like the song immediately but i kept interpreting it as a bad thing why do i have yeah. to keep going through the bad stuff over and over again yeah so your explanation makes me want to go listen to it and look at it from that perspective and see what i feel then and i thought it was a great song i loved it uh but that's how i was interpreting it So, yeah, now I'm going to have to go listen to it again, oh, which is totally worth it, by the way, because it's a great song. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. But look at it with a new perspective and see if it means something different to me personally. Yeah. And like I said, too, I think it's a place because it was talking about like what well, I've spent all my money Um, because there's one part and it says, why do I have to go back again? I spent all the money on those places we've been. I dry my eyes the best I can. Why do I have to go back again? So, like I said, I think it, and I think it's either a metaphor or it can be a place. Mm -hmm. And you enjoy going that place, but like I said, you get there and then you're like you're almost crying because oh man, I spent all my money in this place because I love it so much. But now, how do I get back home? Now I got to go back again. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of, oh, yeah. it's almost, it's almost like it's a, like a good and a bad thing all wrapped up in one. It's almost kind of mm -hmm. like one of those things. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing, oh, and then, yeah. um, and then sometimes you know, not enough is a good of a good thing is a bad thing too. So that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I just love, I love this song, and you could take, and I think either way you take this song it's not it's not wrong how you take it and that's what i like about it yeah. so it could mean anything to anybody and that's the fun part about it oh yeah I, I love being able to interpret songs 
uh, in your own mind the way you interpret them, but also being open-minded enough to hear how somebody else interprets it and see if it makes sense to you from their perspective. I love that. That's why I love doing things like this, like this review for this album. Because, see, you just gave me a whole new perspective on how to hear that song when I'm listening to it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> this is going to sound so goofy. But, honest to God, track 11 is called Beauty and the Sea. And I'm going to be blatantly honest and tell you, I haven't got a friggin' clue what this song means, but it is absolutely one of the most beautiful things I have ever heard in my life. It is one of those that I can just put it on and just sit there and close my eyes and just listen. And when it's over, immediately back it up and listen to it again just it to me it was this peaceful thing and it's not necessarily the lyrics or the music it's kind of a combination of both so for me personally i may never understand what he's talking about but i found a peace in this song that is so hard to find in music in general, this day and time. So that in itself just blew me away. I love that about this song. Yeah. Uh, and um, I want to say, too, this is actually one of the other songs on this album that wasn't written by Jacob's Well. It was really? written by someone else, a guy named Steve Kane, that's in another uh, group with me. Um, and, uh, I interpret it as it is a song about being afraid, but embracing that fear. And then once you embrace that fear, like, cause it says something about she took her beauty to the sea and she crept in and backed away. Then she backed away, backed away closer and closer. It finally kissed her feet. A kiss so sweet, so sweet. A kiss so pure, the sea craved more. The sea craved more. So closer and closer, it crept away. And what I think what he meant by that was once she let the water touch her feet, she realized it was a great thing. And then once the ocean seceded and the waves went back in, she wanted more of it. So it was like she went further in to embrace the sea instead of letting the sea come embrace her. And I think it's about embracing your fears and moving forward. But then once you realize that you've embraced those fears, there's nothing to really be afraid of. And it's almost a sweet, like, it's almost like a sweet embrace that I get from it. And so I just, I, it is a beautiful song. Like I said, I think it, I don't know if that's the right interpretation that I'm giving, but it is a beautiful song. And it's, and the way that they do this song and the instruments they play in it and the music to it, it's just so like, it, it's hard to explain, man. It's almost, but it's a, another simple, the music, what I love about the, the music in it, 
is the music is is there's a simplicity to it and it just fits the lyrics so well and it's just it it almost lit the music in itself almost tells a story and that's what's so great about it and this song is just so well done and you can't i mean you just can't um there's nothing like i said there's nothing you know sometimes people can you can find things bad to say about a song or an album or something but just like every one of these songs there's nothing bad to say about it because everything is just great you know even the lyrics i mean although you may not you may think they mean something else and i could be totally wrong i, I mean it could mean something totally different but like I said, your interpretation doesn't mean you're wrong. It's just, it's how you see it. And um, so, yeah, I just, it's one of those songs that, you know, you sit back and you listen to it and it's deep. And that's what I like about it. And it gets you thinking about a lot of things. And yeah, you just can't go wrong. And it's just another beautiful um, song that was well written, the lyrics and the music. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Agreed. And now we come to the final track on the album called A Distant Sunset. And um, I take this as um, it's like um, it, it's a simple song but it's talking about how I'm standing in an empty space you left behind. So I'm, I'm taking it as in a distant sunset, I'm standing next to you. So I'm thinking that the sunset is like a memory and that empty space is you. And you're standing there and you're like, you're standing in this empty space because the person you love is gone. And maybe the distant sunset is a closure of that part of your life. And it's almost like it's time to move on. Um, and But you embrace that loneliness or that person you miss or maybe even in because maybe a sunset is something you shared together is maybe like a almost like a warm embrace of, of, of a time that you spent together, a great time you spent together. And um, it's just it's it's another beautiful written song sung well. The music is great. And it's just it is has a powerful message, just like every song on this album. And. It's another it's another song that you can play and listen to over and over again because it's just so good. You know, I don't know if that's the right interpretation of this song, but um, that that's what it means to me, I think. <coughs> um, I have to say this song uh, hit something in me that it touched something in me. Okay, um, for those who don't know, uh, I am a writer, and it had been a really, really, really long time since I had written anything. 
And I was lucky enough to get to hear this song before I got my hands on the album. And when I listened to this song, it opened something up in me and made me able to write again. And that's the first time I had written in forever. And I wrote something that I would never have expected to be able to write. So this, <laughs> this song opened me up in a way I never would have expected. So it, it means way more to me than what most people probably would think it does because of how I interpret the song. But there was something about it that just hit in a way that it opened a floodgate uh, in a good way. Uh, now, the way I interpret it and the way that I was able to write are two totally different things and two totally different subjects. But uh, the way I interpret the song is uh, you're not able to let go of someone that you truly loved, but you lost. Uh, and even as long as the relationship's been over, you still see them in your dreams. You still see them in public or at least think that you do. Uh, and I'm sure we've all been through that. You look and you think, oh my God, is that? And then you realize, oh, no, it's not. And then it kind of breaks your heart. Um, but you're basically just having trouble letting go <clears throat> because you never wanted it to end in the first place. But that's how I take it. Um, Distant Sunset for me is, in a sense, it's a sad song, but it's very emotional, very touching. Uh, and like I said, it touched me on a, on a level that most people wouldn't believe because it opened me up. It opened my mind and helped me to start writing again. So, uh, Jean, thank you for being that sweet and allowing me to hear this when you did because it did more for me than than you may ever know so that was a true blessing for me i love the song and i love what the song did for me personally it's fantastic awesome and you know actually now that you've said that now this song kind of has a little bit different meaning to me too because now I can see what you're exactly talking about. And sometimes, like I said, your meaning doesn't mean my meaning was wrong. It just means that maybe it, it hit me in a different way when I when I hear it. But now that I see what you're talking about, I can go back and look at the song almost with a brand new set of eyes and a brand new set of ears and re-listen to it and find a different meaning in it which is so cool and understand it from the way you the way you see it and it is awesome and like i said um this album um i wanted to say was when i we're talking about this album is going to be a lot more electric and everything than previous album bitter days i never would have thought the album would have had a sound and it sounded the way it did. And I remember one day messaging Gene 
And I was like, Gene, I, um, I said, I don't know if this is the way the album meant, but I said, this album reminds me of Hootie and the Blowfish's debut album, A Cracked Rearview. And he's like, oh my God. He says, I love that album and I take that as a compliment. So that's what it sounds like when I listen to this record. It almost sounds like Hootie and the Blowfish's debut album. And it's just, yeah. it just kind of has that all kind of like, it, 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 if, if you look at it, there's songs on here that sounds country, a little bit of bluegrass, a little bit of folk, a little bit of southern rock. All these things all mixed together in one big package, kind of like Hootie and the Blowfish's debut album did. And it's just so great. And I was like, when I heard when I heard some of the clips from this this record, I was just blown away. And I was like, oh my God. And you know, they play the and when they play these songs live, um, they also bring another element to it. And I'm just gonna throw this out here, Gene. Um, you and Jamie, I would love to hear like a live version of this album that would be really cool because they're like parts on here like with the harmonica and the banjo and stuff like this right here that just really bring these songs to life and it is it is a taste of if you love if you love um like i said if you love folk music if you love southern rock if you love country you love bluegrass and you love even a little bit of gospel. You take all of that in a blender and mix it up. You got Jacob's Well to Climb. And that is what this album sounds like to me with great lyrics and great music. And I'm going to tell you, there's nothing I can say bad about this record. The only bad thing I could say about this record is it's not long enough. <laughs> it's all 12 tracks. <laughs> you know. That's that's the only that's the only bad thing I can say about this record because it is just absolutely so it ended too soon, guys. It ended yeah. too soon. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. No, like I said, the whole album is fantastic, and uh, I just uh, there's no filler on this album. It has been what feels like forever since I was able to listen to an album and not skip a song. Yeah or skip two or three songs uh, while listening to the album. This album is that album. There is no filler. There is no skips on this album. And that in itself says a hell of a lot. Because this day and time, it it's like people will cut an album and they will just throw shit on it, uh, just to fill a spot, which is why they call it filler. Uh, and they don't care. It, that's almost what it feels like is they don't care. But with this one, it felt like Jacob's Well took their time and picked every song and made it mean something. They didn't just throw anything on there. Every song on this album means something. Yep. And I love that. And one of the closing things too, that I want to say about this, this album, and it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's like a roller coaster ride of a journey because you have ups and you have downs you have valleys and you have peaks and you have streams and you have rivers. And that's what I love about this record because it takes you places you probably wouldn't go normally in your mind and, and in your heart and in your soul. 
And this record is just so deep in messages. And like you say, every song on this album has a purpose. And I just want to say one other thing before we close this out. And I'm not tooting my own horn or anything. But like my song, in a way, it's such a kind of a broke a song about brokenness and kind of a dark song. But done on this album, it fits so well because, like I've always said, I've always been a believer. Without light, you can't have darkness. Without darkness, you can't have light. It's they because without one of another, you wouldn't know what the other is. The other, because you would never know what darkness was. You wouldn't know what light was. And in and in this song and in in all of these kind of uplifting songs, my song shows you: look, you can be down, but yet look at all the stuff that brings you up, and all these messages that bring you back to a great place. And that's what's so great about this album. And I think you know. And, and like I said, I'm so internally grateful that they chose my song to put on this album and they thought it was worthy enough to do. But I see now, in a way, why it fits so well on this album and why it was chosen. Because every it's more of a, like I said, maybe a message of not so much hope, but a message of, doubt and despair and loneliness but there's a hope that comes out of it and that's what that's what i love about this record and like i said every song fits and every song has its purpose and i'm just going to tell people right now if you do not have this album get it you can get it you can listen to it on on spotify but support the band and go to itunes and buy it or if you can um, go through, uh, I don't know if they're still um, selling the CD through PayPal, but if you go to jacobswellmerch.com and you send them um, money and you give them your address and everything, they'll send you a physical CD. And let me tell you, the CD sounds amazing. I heard this, when I first heard the album, I heard the MP3 version of it. And it sounded great. But when I put that CD in my CD player and I listened to it, it just—it was just like a, I'm going to say this on a, a podcast that I put probably shouldn't say, but it was almost like a mind orgy in a way. It just exploded my brain to like just something amazing. And like I said, if if the MP3 is the only way you can listen to digitally download the album, then I recommend it. Go get it because it is. An absolutely fantastic record. Uh, you could always uh, grab the uh, link to it on iTunes or Spotify and just put the link in the description. Yeah. And then they can just go right to it. Yep. Yep. That's what I need to do. Yep. All right. Well, um, that is it. Basically, that is the review of Jacob's Well Decline. But um, I just want to say thank you, Trish, for being with me and doing this review. It was so much fun, and, and it's good to hear someone else's 
perception of a song or an album and everything and you know like i said um i've been waiting to do this for a long time and because the minute i heard this record from beginning to end it was just i was like yeah i gotta know what she thinks about this record and it's just <laughs> oh it's awesome. my god and, i'm yeah. flattered that that uh you wanted to know my opinion and that you asked me to do this and thank you for letting me do it with you um I, I freaking love this whole album and I was honored to be able to give my opinion. Yeah. I just I love it. I can't help it. <laughs> hey, well, that's that's the mark of a great album and a great band and a great, you know, still in my head. Yep. Oh, yeah. Chasing down trains still in my head right now. Still. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now we're chasing down the next Jacob's Well album. That's what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Now. There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Love that. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, uh, thank you, uh, Gene, Jamie, and the guys from Jacob's Well for bringing us the music, bringing us great music, and giving us a chance to review an album for the first time in a long time oh, yeah. that we had nothing but great things to say about. And that's a testament to you. As writers, a testament to you as musicians, and just a testament to you as people. And hopefully, um, somewhere down the line, we'll get to do another Jacobs review out, Jacobs Well album review, and it'll be just as great as this one. And um, and who knows? Maybe we might go back one day and do the back catalog, which would be really cool. And um, so yeah. So yep. Um, so I like again, again I say thank you, Trish, for doing this with me. It was a pleasure and it was an honor to, that you would be willing to do this with me. And um, that's it. And ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you for listening to Wild Bill's Media and the Arts podcast. And you have a blessed day, and we'll catch you again sometime soon. All right. <laughs>